0: it's all kind of fuzzy the
1: podcast where we discuss most unsettling unsolved mysteries today Ooh. uh speculate wildly and cope by drinking anything we fucking want yep <laughs> uh i'm <laughs> mariana
0: always with an alcohol content right? yeah <laughs>
1: uh,
0: i'm alexandra and uh
1: we're on our own today
0: we don't know what we're doing <laughs>
1: no we don't especially because we're with a new mic as well
0: yeah Colby abandoned us? Yep, he
1: did. Well, okay, it was my fault.
0: <laughs> oh, a little bit. Because
1: but. I um, was drowning and ripping my hair out because of my homework yesterday, and I was like, I didn't have my research done, I was like, I do not have two hours to spare uh, to record. <clears throat> I did end up dropping one of the classes because I was losing my mind, so had I known that then we would record it yesterday, but I didn't do that till like 10 o'clock last night, so... Here we are, Colby less. Yep. Even Michael's not here.
0: Cause it's, he hates
1: us. Cause he does. I don't blame him.
0: Just <laughs> um yeah, he's drawing instead. So yeah, we're all Yeah, even though he side.
1: said he he said yesterday he wanted to be Colby. And then today he's like, I have to draw.
0: Okay. Maybe he just meant in general he wanted to be Colby. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I wouldn't
1: blame him for that.
0: <laughs> um Yes. I just... Um, yeah. <laughs> I just got off work recently. Yay. I worked a double. A double, Ooh. double.
1: I'm on vacation this week.
0: Ugh, yeah.
1: it's uh, It vacation. hasn't really been that nice. Because all I did for the last, like, five days was homework. Yeah, that's true. So, it really hasn't been that nice. But now that I dropped that one class, I think it'll be a little better. I had a mimosa at breakfast this morning, so... Nice. vacation Ariana's that's really coming out
0: <laughs> there you go wow getting wild i know <laughs> um sometimes if we're like in a slump at work uh one of our managers let's take beer shots gross but okay uh to you <laughs> we have some good beers and they're not really like actual shots they're like full five ounce glasses <laughs> and you just take it really fast and it like changes your whole mood and it's
1: great. Well, I wish I could drink at work.
0: Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I just okay. get fired. I can't drink, like, excessively at work. <laughs> well, I can't drink at all wrong. at work. Well, yeah, but it's only because I work at a brewery that I'm
1: to. I mean, to my job are such, like, prudes. They, if you have any amount, if they have to test you, mm-hmm. if you have any amount of THC in your bloodstream, they will fire you. Wow. So, like, people who just take CBD, mm-hmm. which doesn't create a high, mm-hmm. and if has, like, some of them have very trace amounts of THC. Uh they'll get fired. That's so dumb. It is. I
0: seriously hate that. That's annoying. I agree, and
1: I, I agree that's important that your medical employee should be clear headed. But I feel like if you look at the amount and see that it's not causing <laughs> any altered mental status, then Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. My job is not four twenty friendly. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I ever smoke, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, was I, I going to say something? I can't remember. It's good. Damn it. I just smoked. Just <laughs> kidding.
0: It's because <laughs> I'm high.
1: I'm just tired. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Same. I shouldn't
1: be did and do anything all day. Mm-hmm. Except grocery shop.
0: That can be tiring sometimes.
1: It was tiring. Dealing with people is tiring. Yeah. But it wasn't <laughs> as busy as I thought it was going to be. Because we have the quote-unquote... Bomb cyclone, allegedly coming tomorrow.
0: Or, uh, as Michael referred to it, <laughs> the, the Unibomb. Unit bomb. <laughs> not quite the same thing, but... <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Both have the word bomb in them, so there's that. Yeah, and it was freaking gorgeous today. Like, 80 degrees. It was a little too
1: warm for my taste, but...
0: I think it was really nice. No, I hate. And... Anything
1: above 75, I'm like, nope, not into it.
0: Well, and then... It, started to cool down a little bit like when the sun started setting mm-hmm. and the view from my restaurant is amazing mm-hmm. so I like took a picture of the mountains and everything the sun <laughs> wow was
1: setting. oh my god that's amazing
0: yeah it really was <laughs> and uh we had the fire pits going yeah it was nice wow um and then tomorrow it's gonna be snowing and
1: and ruining snowing. our plans
0: yeah Yep. love that we are supposed to go see, and that's why we drink live yes. tomorrow.
1: Em and Christine, if you're listening, we know you're
0: not. But we love you. <laughs> but we like to think that you maybe would. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. yeah, so they landed in Denver today, and it's upsetting because we could have gone tonight. Yeah, but
0: tonight would have worked fine. Like, oh, they wait, they're shows. doing... Oh, they have two shows? Yeah, um, and so...
1: But the when I bought the tickets, the ninth showing was sold out.
0: okay.
1: But... So, I got the tickets for the 10th, but of course, the 10th is not good. Yep. So, hopefully, it'll just rain. I'm really hoping it's just going to stay rain. Stay rain. Yeah,
0: hopefully. Or, I don't know, even if it turns to snow, I feel like it'll melt pretty fast. I'm just worried. Well, I'm more worried. Yeah,
1: visibility is. We're not supposed to get. Well, it could be up to seven inches, but.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the visibility. That's always the scariest part. Oops. Oops. Sorry, A little early. Not over yet, A little premature. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: If you know God what we it. mean. <laughs> 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 Won't happen again.
1: Oh yeah. Not next time. Not next time. Next time will be better. Maybe the time
0: after that. No promises. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh what are you drinking tonight? Um I kind of have an array of things with me. <laughs>
0: That's all right.
1: Well, I have this shooter that you got me, the same blue chair bay one last time,
0: yes, key lime rum, rum. cream.
1: Yes, so good. I like it says cream on the bottom on the end. Yeah, It is cream. It's my own personal aversion to that word <laughs> in terms of food. Um, and then I have a glass of red wine. Donut. Oh, oh yeah, it's the poet mm-hmm. that we still have. Yes. And then uh, I was gonna drink the Cape root that we had, and I was like, oh, I finished it, and then you found it in our wine fridge. I did. So that's not gone. So if I run out of this other stuff, I'll drink that. All right. What are you drinking?
0: Um, I also had the rum cream <laughs> and <Gross. laughs> I'm also just drinking a Mike's Hard, which is the pineapple mandarin flavor again, cause I really like that. So yeah, it's good. Pretty simple.
1: Yeah. Very tropical. Unlike Colorado right now. True. Right now, always. Well, we're, ne- yeah, we're, we're never, never tropical. tropical.
0: But it's a nice Maybe one day
1: it. when all the climates change and <laughs> Yeah. It
0: could happen. We're
1: all underwater. Mm-hmm. So sorry. That what was weird. That face I don't from? know. I don't know. Alright. I didn't make a face. Yes, you did. I have my normal face. That's your normal face? <laughs> She's really mean, you guys. It's
0: not. It's all in good fun. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else to say? I hate when you ask me that because it puts <laughs> me on the spot. I think it's hilarious. Jeez, sorry. Look, I'm throwing things now. Oh, She's making me nervous. You're being a klutz. Um, no, I don't think I have anything to say right now. Um, might think of something randomly. We'll see what happens when we get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all righty. What?
1: Do you have for us today, tonight?
0: Um, I have a story.
1: Ooh, I love stories. It's a mystery. Oh, really? We don't do mysteries here.
0: Oh, crap. I'm using my laptop tonight instead (laughs) of, um, good old-fashioned paper because...
1: We're trying to save the environment.
0: (laughs) For sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, it's a good thought, but also my printer wouldn't print for some reason. Mine
1: wouldn't either. Actually, I do know because I have no ink. None. Yeah, I yeah. have ink,
0: and it still did not print. I don't know why. I think it's funny that
1: both of our printers, like, did that on mm-hmm. the same... We have the same printer, too. Yeah.
0: So, They know.
1: I, they contacted each I other. I think so.
0: And I tried to print it three times, so I'm sure, randomly, it'll print, like, six pages of paper now, like, oh. on the same story, because... Probably. I printed it, or tried to print it three times, so... Perhaps,
1: perhaps, perhaps.
0: Anyway, um... My story this week is about a girl named Cynthia Jane Anderson. Have you heard of her? Yes. Don't no. lie to me. No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um so it all started in 1980 when she was wow, 20 years old. Wow.
1: That's two stories in a row. 1980. For me? Yeah. Oh, really? Cuz that's when um Laureen went missing.
0: Oh yeah, you're right.
1: Wow. Wow, my memory is fantastic. Didn't even do that
0: on purpose. Okay. <laughs> 1980. Again. Now that's your thing. So, yeah, that's my thing now. Mine um, is
1: automobiles. hmm
0: So, just think, in another state, at the same time, Lorraine had gone missing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, she was 20 years old when everything started. Not quite when she disappeared, but there was a lot of stuff that happened before that. Ooh. Um, so, she lived in Toledo, Ohio i don't know why i said toledo like that toledo in toledo ohio, ohio. <laughs> um so weeks remember le- when we
1: didn't know where toledo was oh yeah we didn't where did we think it
0: was I like i thought it was like
1: off, oklahoma like... okay and you said kansas <laughs> oh yeah man we we're so close uh, so
0: close. <laughs> well now we know for sure yes it's in ohio um weeks leading up to her disappearance she was receiving strange phone calls She did not know who was behind these calls. No, I
1: don't like the phone calls.
0: Yeah. It's creepy. um, It is creepy, and there are other creepy things that happened Mm. as well. Um, Mm. So she didn't know who was behind the calls, but they made her really paranoid. She was also having a recurring dream that she would let someone into her house, and this person ended up betraying her trust by harming her. Um, Okay. And Cindy's sister, Christine... Overheard. Oh, sorry. They call her Cindy. Okay, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just like a totally different story. <laughs> I was like, either
1: she goes by Cindy, or she like wrote the wrong name. <laughs> no,
0: no, she goes by Cindy. Okay. Her, her full name is Cynthia. She goes by Cindy. Okay. 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 So oh. her sister Christine overheard her talking to her mom about the dream. Christine believes that the dreams were a premonition, perhaps. Ooh. So, at the time of her disappearance, Cindy worked as a legal secretary. She often worked in the morning when no one else was at the office yet. Because of the phone calls and the recurring dream, um, which I guess is a nightmare, really, not a dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. She voiced her concerns to her bosses at the law firm. They had an emergency buzzer installed under her desk so that if she were in trouble, she could press the button, which would alert the business next door. So Jesus. Like really, After her
1: dreams?
0: Yeah. Well, and the phone calls, I guess. So. Uh, I, get you. I mean, they're lawyers. They could throw money at us. They're so. like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay,
1: you want a button, you got a button. Yep.
0: Um, so she also made sure to lock the door to the office when she was there alone. hmm So she's taking good precautions. Yeah. Uh, doesn't work in the end, but, you know. <laughs> at least she tried. Yeah. So, uh, and then ten months prior to her disappearance... She looked out one of the office windows, um, the one right near her desk, and noticed the words, I love you, Cindy, uh, by G.W., spray painted. George W. Bush. I thought of. Right when I read that, I was like, George W. Bush. Inside job.
1: Bush did um, Cindy's disappearance. <laughs>
0: uh, so it was spray painted on one of the walls directly across from the office building. Yeah. Um, the words were eventually painted over. Ugh, this gives me chills. Oh, no. But only a few weeks later, the same message was spray-painted on the same wall as before, Mm-mm. and the letters were bigger. No! No! Yeah. I hate this! I know! Yeah, that really creeped me out when I saw that, like, they made the letters bigger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gross. Um, so, of course, everyone assumed the G and W were the initials of the person who wrote the note, and so, they asked Cindy if she knew anyone with those initials. The only person who was a match was the maintenance man who worked at the law firm. He was questioned. However, nothing came from this, and police had no evidence against him. So.
1: But his initials were GW. Like, that's all you need. <laughs> true.
0: True. But, Did when... he have
1: spray paint at his house? paint. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> spray paint. Spray paint at his house? Like- Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. But, you know- The person that did it could have just used those, like, initials to throw them off to... I don't know. Or it
1: could mean something else entirely. Or it could mean something... Yeah, maybe Maybe not. Maybe it means God willing.
0: God willing, yes.
1: (laughs) Those are the only two GW words I can think of right now.
0: Um, (sighs) I thought of another one yesterday. I can't remember what it was, though. Good. Wilt. Wilt. (laughs) Good. Women. Ooh. (laughs) Um, Gross women. (laughs) Um, let's see here. So, um, another day, not too long before her disappearance, Cindy was talking to a colleague when she received a phone call. Seconds after picking up the phone, she hung up. And not long after she hung up, the phone rang again, and according to her colleague, Cindy appeared very frightened. Hmm. Frightened. (laughs) Sorry, I just thought I said that weird too. Oh. (laughs) Um... After she hung up the phone the second time, her colleague asked if she was okay. She said that everything was fine. However, he had a bad feeling about what had happened. So when he got home, he called the police and asked if they would drive by the firm just to make sure that Cindy was safe. So now we'll get into her disappearance. Spoiler: um, She wasn't. <laughs> she well, at the time I think she was, but um. yeah, later on, no, not so much. Um. So. She disappeared on August 4th of 1981. Um, That morning, she arrived at work like usual. People who called the office that morning noted that they had spoken to her up until around 9.45 in the morning, but by 10, no one was answering the phone. Um, So the lawyers of the firm, um, Jim Rabbit... And Jay Feldstein okay. a- arrived at the office. Like, Mr. Rabbit. <laughs> Mr. Rabbit, man, I don't think <laughs> I can say that seriously. Like, um, I'm gonna call you Jim. Like, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna call you Mr. R.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the door was locked as usual. However, Cindy was not inside. Um, if Cindy ever stepped out of the office, she made, t- oh my gosh, made sure to leave a note explaining where she had gone. But there was no note. The radio was on, and Jim and Jay's desks were both organized and prepared for the day ahead. Um, they went to Cindy's desk, and they found a romance novel, which was still open to a specific page. Ooh. <laughs> um, oddly, saucy. Super saucy. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, the particular passage on that page described the abduction of the main female character, who was held at knife point.
1: By the main male character, who just wants to love her.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Probably. <laughs> I can see it. Gross. I don't know. I couldn't find what the book was, but...
1: Oh, damn it. We need to read it. <laughs> I know.
0: Um,
1: for science.
0: For science purposes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, investigative purposes, just like those cops... Uh, Watching the had porn. Had watch the porn, yeah. you know. <laughs> or, the co-
1: or cops who, like, do prostitution stings. Oh, yeah. And used to be allowed to have sex with... <gasps> The sex workers they were investigating and then arrest them afterwards.
0: That's such bullshit. Fuck that
1: shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So, you know, could have been a coincidence, but it was kind of odd that it happened to be open to that page.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um So Cindy's purse and keys were missing. However, her car was still in the parking lot. Her employers found the entire situation weird, so they alerted the police. Upon further investigation, the police found that Cindy had a substantial amount of money in her bank account and her social security number had not been used for any reason since her disappearance. So. Man,
1: substantial amount of money in her bank account can't relate.
0: Yeah. At all. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) But, you know, of course, they. This kind of. I don't know. Strayed them away from, like, her running away. Like, the possibility of her running away. Cause she didn't kind, like withdraw any she of didn't it. Withdraw any of it. Yeah, which doesn't necessarily mean she didn't, but mm-hmm. it was just like less likely, I think. Okay. Um. So about a month later, the police station received a weird phone call. Mm-hmm. More weird phone calls. Um. There was a woman on the line, and she she suggested that Cindy was being held at a house against her will. She hung up shortly after, not. That's like exactly
1: injury. what happened in the Brianna and Maitland case. Someone called and was like she's being in the held in the house against her will. Yeah. Like why do people That's so weird.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: And Um, if you know that, why are you just like, okay, bye?
0: Yeah. And don't give any other information. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, so um she didn't offer any other information. Um, but shortly after this initial call she called again. This time she explained that there were two white houses side by side, both owned by the same family.
1: The Bush family.
0: The Bush. <laughs> it's this big White House. It's in Washington, D.C. Uh, um,
1: too bad this was long before he was president. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be perfect.
0: Uh, um, when was his dad president? In the 90s. Oh, okay. So, either way. I think
1: 1980 was like
0: Reagan. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Reagan I don't fucking I don't know. know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody correct us on that. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs>
0: We know we're probably wrong. yeah <laughs> Um, so she said both of the houses were owned by the same family. Um supposedly most of the family was out of town, but their son was still staying there and had locked Cindy in the basement. Um, that was all the information the police were able to get from the woman before she hung up again and she never called back. So they of course like looked throughout the town and like surrounding areas for, you know, two white houses next to each other, owned by the same family, um, there were, like, I guess, I don't know, there wouldn't have been a lot of matches, that's, like, really specific. That's very life.
1: specific, and, like, usually families don't own two own houses two. right next to each yeah, other.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, so I guess they looked, and they didn't really find anything, um, of substance, so that didn't really lead them anywhere. Um, so, at least
1: give a location, lady. Is it yeah. in the state? Is it out of state? I know,
0: cause yeah, that's the thing. It literally could have been anywhere. Yeah, like, it doesn't necessarily could be literally be that... anywhere in the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> or, or
1: another country maybe even. In
0: another country, yeah, probably the U.S., but still, yeah, like that's just so still so vague. Yeah, um, unhelpful. Yeah, she might as well just not have even called. Seriously, God damn it. um, so there were a few people who were suspects. I mean, okay, they actually had a good amount of suspects, but Mm -hmm. there were really only a few that, like, really, they really looked into. Mm -hmm. Um, So,
1: wait, they never found a body or anything?
0: They never found a body. Okay. Nope. So, um, the first two are Anthony and Nathaniel Cook. They were two brothers convicted of nine murders throughout Ohio in the 80s.
1: They sound, they sound guilty. (laughs)
0: oh yeah (laughs) um together together yeah i guess i think there was one brother that was like that killed more people Uh, than the other one but they both were involved okay (laughs) um so they were questioned by the police about cindy um however they denied any involvement in her case not that that really means anything Mm -hmm. but authorities weren't able to find any evidence suggesting their connection to her disappearance okay So, um, but like I said, they were convicted of the other nine murders, so they're in prison. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Good, good. Um, and then another two guys that they suspected, um, were Jose Rodriguez Jr. and his attorney, Richard Neller. His attorney? Yeah. So, they were, like, working together, um, basically they were both in prison for drug convictions.
1: His attorney?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he can't be I, possibly be a ter- an attorney at that point. He must have been disbarred. Well,
0: I I mean he was in prison, so I think they like once they found out that he was doing like these drug deals, that's when I mean he got arrested, obviously. Uh, so he was so. his
1: attorney before he got busted for drug deals. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I but meant, they worked together. I thought so. you meant like they went to prison and found each other. He's like, hey, will you be my attorney? He's like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um no I don't think so <laughs> okay um so yeah I guess they were both in the drug dealing industry Um. relatable <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> been um, there let's see here so n- in nineteen eighty one um Richard Neller worked with Cindy's law firm. And some theorize that Cindy might have overheard a conversation between Richard and Jose regarding a drug deal. Um, If this was the case, it's possible that knowing this information is what got Cindy abducted or murdered or whatever happened to her.
1: I have things to say about that. Yes? It doesn't seem like a, oh, she heard something wrong. Like, she's literally being stalked. Yeah. Like, I don't think the stalking is incidental. I don't think they would, like... Stalk her and call her right. I love you, Cindy. Across from her building, if she just overheard something about a drug deal, they probably just kidnap and kill her.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess the stalking could be like a whole other thing, but that would
1: be like a very
0: odd. (laughs) That would suck. Just yeah, like she's getting stalked by some person, and then these murder by other people. Yeah, yeah, abduct her or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think I think whoever was stalking her is probably the one who eventually abducted her, most likely, but that was a theory, and i mean i I could see where they are coming from with that one-, mm-hmm. especially since he did work for you know or work with the lawyers from her firm right um but there was no evidence to prove if they had anything to do with her disappearance, so they weren't there never is. anything <laughs> um. So, this next theory is an interesting one, and I don't necessarily believe it, but a lot of people do, and so I thought I'd include it. Okay. Um, there are some people who think that Cindy might have staged her own disappearance.
1: Yo! I was thinking this sounded a lot like Cindy James.
0: Cindy James.
1: Do you remember the lady in Canada who was like being stalked for years? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Like I was thinking,
1: this sounds so yes. much like that.
0: Yes. Okay. Weird. Her name was Cindy. I Joe. know. <laughs>
1: um. But I think her name was actually Cindy, not Cynthia. Oh <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So yeah, um, they think that you know maybe she purposely left the novel open to that page about the character's abduction. Um, there were also no signs of a struggle. And the door to the office building was still locked when the lawyers got there, which to some suggests that Cindy left at her own free will mm-hmm. rather than being yeah, abducted. Because someone from had the to building. lock it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, if somebody's going to abduct a person, like why would they bother to lock the door behind them? Yeah. Or, like keep everything organized. You know, you're well, just gonna get out of there as fast as well, possible. Well you have like
1: probably a struggling person with you. you yeah. Know, you have the presence of mind to lock it behind you. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um You know, maybe she left the building, locked the door behind her, uh, boarded a bus, or hitchhiked a ride um, in hopes of just starting a new life. Um, Probably if she was doing this, it might have been to get away from her stalker. Yeah. Um, So if the phone calls frightened her as much as her colleague claimed they did, um, you know, she could have been worried enough to fake her own disappearance so that her stalker would leave her alone. She was also paranoid enough to have an emergency buzzer installed, um, and, you know. She would
1: hit it, right, if someone came into her office.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Okay. It must have been, yeah, she had to have left the building, Either, I mean, either way, I feel like she left the building at her own free will, Mm -hmm. but she either, like, left on her own, or maybe she got abducted while she was outside of the building.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, once again, she was just obviously very paranoid about the whole situation, and, you know, you had the spray paint things happening, and the nightmares, and it's possible that she just wanted to skip town. Um, Yeah, I would. (laughs) yeah. Seriously. I mean, like, I
1: probably wouldn't make myself disappear and, like, worry all my loved ones, yeah, but, like, I, I would definitely... Yeah, my loved
0: ones, no, for yeah. sure, but... Um, but since she didn't take any of the money out of her bank account, um, I don't know. I mean, she could have set money aside, but that's just kind of unusual for somebody who is trying to, mm-hmm. like, you know, start over somewhere. Unless that
1: was entirely planned, knowing yeah. that I would throw them off the case. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so... I I could see that going either way. I think that's like an interesting theory for mm-hmm. sure. Um,
1: I guess when you said that, I was thinking like she staged it all, like the phone calls and yeah. she spray painted and like you know right right. But I then, mean, but I think it make more sense that she was trying to escape a stalker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just because I think, I mean, it is possible that she did all of that on her own. But mm-hmm. like, and then to leave town, like I just feel like she really had no reason to yeah. do that. Um so yeah, I could see it more like she was trying to escape her stalker. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so to this day she's still missing. Um authorities haven't found any evidence to suggest if she's alive or dead. Um and she would be fifty eight years old. So All right. she's alive, she's been out there for a while.
1: Yeah. I hope she found a new life.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Wow. It's creepy.
0: Yeah, I know. I it's think that stalker thing. like, I
1: love you, and then painted over, and then bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I get the like get the point. Damn it. I love you.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you not understand this? I know. I've only been stalking you for a year now. <laughs> God, get through your thick skull. Oh man, that's terrible. Oh, I'd be terrified if I was like receiving phone calls and if I was painting outside my place of work.
0: Yeah. And no, me too. And then. But see,
1: I also wouldn't know if I was receiving phone calls because I don't answer calls that I don't recognize. Oh um, yeah,
0: that's true. And if I someone do. was I calling me
1: over and over, I would just <laughs> block the number because yeah. <laughs> I would think it was a um, spammer. Yeah. True.
0: I I don't know. Sometimes I answer calls that I don't know, and then other times I don't like. I guess if the phone call is from somewhere in Colorado, I usually answer it.
1: I yeah, but they can why. call I just, numbers.
0: I know, I know. And then but... they
1: know you're a live number, so they call you more. Yeah.
0: That's so
1: true. you're not you're not supposed to answer. You're not supposed to like stop the ringing.
0: Mhm.
1: Like you're not supposed to hang up.
0: Oh, you just have to let it ring. Yeah. Because
1: right then they think you're a dead number and
0: they call you less. Yeah. I guess I don't get that many <clears throat> anonymous calls. I get a shit
1: but... ton. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> What? That's like a to nice Stop. It's,
0: oh, no. I get a lot,
1: though. Like, yeah. three or four a day. Sometimes more.
0: Dang. Yeah. I don't get nearly that much. I
1: don't know what I've done wrong <laughs> in my life
0: <laughs> to deserve this.
1: And I never answer them, and you do, yeah, so I don't understand. Yeah, that's weird. Rude. It's hot in here.
0: Yeah, it is. Holy cow. <laughs> do you
1: need to pee?
0: Probably should. Oh, God. Well, i asked. Well, I was just hoping I, I that you wouldn't. I would have kept going if you didn't ask that. Damn
1: it! I, I might as well just go now. Ugh. And we're back. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. What you got? Stop me if you've heard it.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the, I'm doing the toxic woman. It's a medical mystery, so it's a little different from stuff we've usually done, but I thought it was super interesting and kind of creepy, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. <clears throat> uh, Gloria Ramirez was a 31-year-old woman from Riverside, California. Uh, in 1994, she had end-stage cervical cancer, which is really sad because she was very young. Mm-hmm. Um... Around 8.15 on the night of February 19th, 1994, Gloria was brought into the emergency department at Riverside General Hospital via ambulance. Um, She was extremely confused, uh, tachycardic, so her heartbeat was just all over the place, uh, and was suffering something called Shine Stokes respirations. Um, And that's also known as periodic breathing, so it's like you have... It's kind of hard to explain. So it's like you have a period of, like, building... Mm -hmm. And then you stop breathing. And then you do the same thing. So, it's, like, you breathe faster, and then you Mm -hmm. slow down, and then you stop. And then you breathe faster, and you slow down, and you stop. Um, I watched a video on that on YouTube, and it's, like, very (laughs) jarring. Mm -hmm. Um, staff injected Gloria with diazepam, midazolam, and lorazepam to sedate her, but none of these things really worked for her, um... Her heart was still malfunctioning. I'm guessing... It didn't say anywhere, but I'm guessing she was in um, ventricular tachycardia, uh, VTAC, because they decided they needed to defibrillate her. Mm -hmm. Um, So, when Gloria's shirt was removed in order to start defibrillation, the staff saw an oily sheen covering her body, and some noticed a, quote, fruity garlic odor. Fruity garlic? Yeah, I have no idea what that would smell Uh, like. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and they thought it was coming from her mouth, which is gross. I mean, maybe she just ate some garlic and some fruit. I don't know. I mean, the
0: garlic I could see, because you could smell that from, like, a mile away yeah. garlic, but... The fruit usually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, a registered nurse named Susan Kane drew blood from Gloria and noticed an ammonia smell coming from the blood. She passed a syringe to medical resident Julie gerd Julie... Gorchinsky, who noticed a manila-colored, or no, noticed several manila-colored particles floating in the blood, which is not normal. No. Normal blood doesn't do that. Um, And that was corroborated by the medical attending, Dr. Ochoa. Susan Kane then fainted, and shortly after that, Gorchinsky started feeling nauseated and lightheaded. After leaving the room, Gorchinsky also passed out. She would actually end up spending weeks in the intensive care unit and experiencing things like apnea, which is, like, the complete cessation of breathing. Yeah. So, usually when you hear apnea, it's, like, sleep apnea. Mm. So, people who stop breathing in their sleep for a little bit. But um, she was doing that when she was awake. Um, And avascular necrosis. So, I think it was in her knee that she had this necrosis. Mm -hmm. So, like, her blood wasn't getting, like, to her like vesicles down there like it was dying yeah which is just strange um in an interview i actually watched with her on uh 2020 from the 90s was a blast from the past Mm -hmm. uh there were several times that she needed assistance breathing after that night so yeah um and a respiratory therapist named maureen welch was the third to lose consciousness and after that the ER was evacuated. All patients and most of the staff were brought out to the parking lot, um, and the small crew stayed behind to try and save Gloria. But after 45 minutes of CPR and defibrillation, Gloria was pronounced dead at 8:50 from kidney and heart failure. Um, overall, 23 of the 37 people working in the ER that night became ill, and five were hospitalized.
0: Holy cow! Yeah, it's crazy. I know.
1: Uh, Gloria's body was moved into an isolation anteroom by two employees one of the employees, Sally Balderas um, who was a nurse she began vomiting and experience, experiencing apnea and uh, she was hospitalized for 10 days
0: wow
1: yeah <sighs> around 11pm that night a hazmat team arrived to search for any chemicals or any leaks that could have caused a reaction mm-hmm. um, but they didn't find anything from the hospital, at least. Uh, tests from the autopsy that they did six days later include blood samples, tissue samples, and they even took a sample of the air from the body bag. Wow, yeah. Yeah, um, but nothing was remarkable about any of those samples. Like, everything came back normal. Well, as normal as it would in someone who just died of cervical cancer. Yeah. But, uh, c- cause of death was determined to be, what's happening, sorry. Uh, it was determined to be cardiac dysrhythmia as a result of kidney failure, which was a result of her advanced cervical cancer. Um, two months after her death, Gloria was buried in Riverside. Um, the Ramirez family hired their own pathologist who did the, who did another autopsy before she was buried, um but the pathologist couldn't determine the cause of death because Gloria's heart was missing, the organs were contaminated with fecal matter, and she was too badly decomposed.
0: Alright. Yeah. the heart was missing?
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's weird or if they just threw it out.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Like on accident, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Nothing said it was weird, so. Alright, well. I'm not gonna say that it was.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. So, yeah. That's basically what, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Um just seems so crazy to me yeah that's super weird yeah so there are several theories uh the first one comes from the department of health and human services um they put two scientists on the case and they found some kind of similarities between the victims um those with the worst symptoms such as loss of consciousness shortness of breath or muscle spasms had worked within two feet of Ramirez and had handled her intravenous lines. Um, they also found that most affected were female and that they all had normal blood tests after the fact. Due to this, the Department of Health ruled the incident a case of mass hysteria mm-hmm. that was triggered by the fruity garlic smell. But you know, was, Okay. This is when you know people have never worked, like, clinically. Because... Mass tr- triggered by a smell. Do yeah. you know how many different things we smell?
0: Yeah. In a hospital? <laughs> That's true.
1: Like, and if, if maybe if she had come in with something really weird,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, I don't know, like, nobody knew what was going on with her and then yeah. they smelled it. Maybe I would get it. But she was coming in with, like, a dysrhythmia. I just think, like, oh, she ate something or, oh, there's, like, a cream on her. Like.
0: Yeah.
1: I wouldn't think, like, oh, my God, this could, this is gonna kill me you know and yeah. no one who works in healthcare would
0: yeah that's
1: true so i don't see how the smell could have caused a uh, mass hysteria but right whatever especially
0: because <laughs> well. i mean they like knew like the smells were similar like familiar yeah exactly too. like it wasn't this like crazy smell yeah they have me... no fucking clue what it is yeah and let me
1: tell you people smell like a lot of different things yeah
0: like <laughs> for... oh i'm
1: sure ugh disgusting please shower bottom line Bottom line. Please. Take a shower. Use
0: soap. And water. Yes. Cleanse your body. Yes. And your mind. And your mind. <laughs> and your
1: soul. But seriously, people come in and it's like, clearly I've been showered in weeks, so it's mm-hmm. like, Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but Gorchinsky and the other victims actively fought against it, citing their medical experience um, and the fact that Gorczynski had real complications ranging from a vascular necrosis to hepatitis mm. as a result of this. Yeah. For weeks, it wasn't like it was just one night. Yeah. Um, so the second theory has to do with something called D S M O gel, okay. which is a pain relieving gel that cancer patients used. Mm-hmm. Use not used use. Actually, I don't know if they, I don't know if it's a thing anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never heard of it, but um, the compound dimethyl sulfone was cell phone. Sulfone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> Was found in uncommonly large quantities in Gloria's blood. Um, from this, they found out that Gloria had been self-medicating with DMSO gel um, to Wait, help. Wait, they
0: just rub it on their body? Yeah, and it like sinks into your skin. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like it gets absorbed. Into, yeah, yeah. Um, to help re- relieve her cancer pain, it which and this kind of accounts for like the sheen on her yeah. body, um, and I guess. Even the garlicky smell. I read that it kind of smells garlicky,
0: which is kind of gross. Ew. Like, I love the smell of garlic in a kitchen, but not, not on, like, on the person. Not on the person. we talked
1: about this yeah. before. <laughs> um, DMSO is one, so this is where it gets kind of sciency. y. Uh, stay with me. Mm-hmm. DMSO is one oxygen molecule away from dimethyl sulfone. Yeah, from dimethyl sulfone, which was found in her body. So it's not the same thing. But it's one oxy- oxygen molecule away. Mm-hmm. So, a laboratory tested um, the DMSO when combined with oxygen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like direct oxygen, which was probably which was what happened when they put the oxy- oxy- yeah. oxygen mask on Gloria. Right. Um, the result led to white crystals being formed, mm-hmm. which reportedly looked similar to the particles that were found in her blood. Yeah. Um, but dimethyl sulfone is harmless. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not have been harmless to her to, like, be forming crystals in the blood, but, like, to anyone else it would be. Right. So, uh, the team, the lab team then theorized that if if the molecule became unstable and broke down, um, maybe from the electric shocks of the defibrillator, then, uh, were to combine with natural sulfate levels... In her body, which probably were elevated due to her kidney failure, um, then maybe dimethyl sulfate could have formed. Dimethyl sulfate causes lung, heart, and kidney damage, and can cause paralysis, delirium, and convulsions. Okay. Um, a lot of scientists have actually said this is impossible, mm-hmm. but nobody's ever really ran a test to see. Yeah. So. Wait, maybe. but
0: so what that would have been like released into the air when I get
1: when did they the took, took her blood, maybe I don't know. yeah, we have. yeah, I have no idea, but yeah, that's that was one of the explanations
0: okay.
1: um, I think it seems I guess it's sciencey, so it seems liable but <laughs> mm, yeah, who knows, But like the fact that dimethyl sulfate like, you know, causes a lot of the symptoms that the people were having, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um, the fourth theory is- fourth? Third. Third. (laughs) Uh, that the ER itself was causing it. Um, the Ramirez family believed the ER was unsafe, and the gas came from their unsafe practices. Um, it had nothing to do with, uh, Gloria. Mm -hmm. In 1991, two employees received treatment after the leakage of a sterilizer- so that's already not safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1993, sewer gas was found in the ER.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: great! Uh, a lot of people think it was a cover-up by the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a couple things that kind of lend to this. Uh, Dan Capito, Capito, I said that really weird. <laughs> Dan Capito, the deputy coroner, concluded that Gloria had not died of natural causes. But after the county released their autopsy conclusions, Capito changed his story and said she did. Uh, the initial investigator from the coroner's office, Stephanie Albright, who was, like, I read she was a really good investigator and did her job and was thorough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she actually committed suicide one month into the investigation. Jeez. So, who knows if that's really? but yeah. it's always sketchy when someone in an investigation mm-hmm. commits suicide. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing was that the syringe, the original one that used to take her blood, Gloria's blood, was thrown out, even though, and they were crazy careful with every other contaminant, like, people who were brought out to the, um, parking lot, they had to take off their clothes and put them in bags to be tested, so why are they throwing out the needle? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I don't <clears throat> really understand why they would throwing it out, mm-hmm. but... And I was like, well, like, you know, it's our, it's in our policy to throw needles into sharps containers, Mm -hmm. but you would think they wouldn't throw the whole sharps container out and they would retrieve it from inside there. Right. Yeah. So those were a few kind of strange things. The hospital spokesperson said that the vents were checked after the incident and nothing was found, but the Ramirez family believes there was a cover up and filed a wrongful death and malpractice lawsuit against the hospital.
0: Hmm. So. So was it wasn't it only like workers that came into contact? With
1: yeah. Her yeah. yeah. Well, infected? I think there were some that didn't cuz it was 23 out of 37, so 23 and, people weren't in there. Yeah. But maybe some of them were like some mass hysteria? Yeah.
0: That's
1: but like true. the ones who actually were close to her actually were affected. Right. Um another theory is uh has to do with meth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gloria may have been exposed to precursor chemicals like methylamine. Methylamine? Me, methylamine? Methylamine. methylamine yeah, which, sounds, right. which is uh, used in the production of methamphetamine. Riverside County is one of the largest meth distributors in the country. Um, this theory states that maybe hospital workers were involved. In the distribution of meth, and we're smuggling precursor chemicals in IV bags, um, and that one could have been mistakenly given to Gloria. Oh
0: my gosh, yeah. that would be awful. <laughs> uh yeah, I
1: don't I don't necessarily buy it, but yeah yeah, but it was a nine it was a ninety, so I think fell saves were a little less so than they are now, mm-hmm. but um, supposedly meth precursors. I found no like actual scientific evidence to this uh-huh. but supposedly they have an ammonia smell
0: okay
1: but again like what how did it become aerosolized yeah like i don't understand like any any of these theories doesn't explain i guess mass hysteria mm-hmm. but um doesn't explain how it became aerosolized
0: yeah but,
1: but yeah and then there's another theory ghosts Aliens. Aliens? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's literally nothing to the series other than it could <laughs> have been aliens. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Some believe that the incident proves that aliens were involved, you know, that they did some kind of experiments with her, and... I can see it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: the case was actually an inspiration for an X-Files episode. Oh, that's cool. Yes. I watched it today. Was it good? It was... So... I'm kind of annoyed, because I think they should have done a whole episode, like, about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would have made for a really good episode. Yeah. But instead, they just kind of use it as an element in an episode. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So, the episode itself was more of, like, because, like, the X-Files is set up, like, they have some episodes that are, like, serialized, mm-hmm. where they go to, like, different places and investigate these sightings or whatever, and then others are, like, blending towards the big overall plot. Yeah. And it was, like, the big overall plot episode, like, the season finale, so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But I was like, hey, that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, because it was, like, a guy and he had, like, this wound and then the wound was, like, making people blind. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Basically.
1: If they were near it. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, that's a toxic woman.
0: Yeah. Really I sketchy. That. That's super weird. Yeah. Crazy. I
1: know.
0: I don't even know which one I think.
1: <laughs> I guess the one that I believe most is like the MSL one.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, and because like maybe, and then I maybe combined with the mass hysteria, but just yeah. to the people that weren't like. I don't know the people that like were affected immediately, but then like long term, not like. Yeah. Nothing happened to them. Just because if they see these people, like, fainting and everything yeah, around... They're like, oh, my God, they're yeah. They're like, oh, shit, like, what's happening? And then they freak out. Yeah, no, for
1: sure. I too. think, I mean, like, you always read these series, and it's always, like, one or the other, but I feel like it can, it can be multiple. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I think... I think the five who were hospitalized probably... They were all in close contact yeah. with her. So I think they actually were for real. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them... It probably was like, oh like, oh my god, like, freaking out because these people are running out of this room, passing out, Mm -hmm. vomiting, like. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It would be insane. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what I would do if I were at work and, like, something like that started happening. Yeah. Like, I'm out, I'm gone, (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) I'm not risking it.
0: No. Yeah, I think it's probably those two combined that makes no sense, but still so weird, I don't know. Yeah. The whole situation is.
1: Yeah. And then, but it could also be, you know... But yeah, if it were a hospital vent problem, then everyone would have gotten sick.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You know, it wouldn't mm-hmm. just be, like, five people who were close to Gloria. Yeah. Unless it was just in that one vent, <laughs> right, in her room or something. Yeah, so I feel like the the DSMO and DMSO? Whatever. Which <laughs> letters. um, mm-hmm. Makes the most sense... But again, scientists have said it's like impossible.
0: Yeah. But is it really?
1: Like it seems legit.
0: Yeah, it does. I don't know.
1: But like you would think, like when you defibrillate, like can that just undo any compound in your body and kill you? If that if it could do that to yeah. dimethyl sulfur. Yeah. I don't, don't know. Man. Something reacted, and she was she was in kidney failure, so that makes you toxic that if right. you if you're not like on dialysis, mm-hmm. like it was called renal frost. Actually I'm kind of interested that they didn't mention that yeah, but um so like my mom, her office is like in the old um in the old hospital mm-hmm. that was built like in the eighties or something. And my old boss was, went down there to visit her, and was telling her, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, down here, we used to have, like, you know, really sick, like, renal patients, like, who had, you know, the renal frost, because it was before dialysis. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when your kidneys aren't filtering out, filtering out toxins, like, where else are those toxins going to go? They're going to seep out of your skin. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, actually, I don't know if to. I'm sure dialysis was a thing in the 90s. I don't actually know. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. But, like. I, I just. Like, that's toxic. Like, all that stuff on my skin is toxic. Yeah. <sighs> so. Uh, or if it was just acute renal failure from whatever was going on. Like, it didn't necessarily have to be chronic.
0: But. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I really can't explain it. Yeah, it beats me. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I wish people would like do more experiments on it and see. Yeah. Yeah, cuz the lab they're like, "Oh, it's just a theory. We haven't tested it."
0: Uh why? I'm like,
1: "Test it then."
0: Yeah. Yeah, if I get tested, I'd be t- I'd, I'd be so curious. Yeah. To figure it out cuz
1: Yeah, I would love to see them do an experiment to see if like a different relation could do that.
0: Mhm. Yep. <laughs> Stuff man.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that was a little outside of our genre, but I wanted to do it, so I did it. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: still unsolved. So. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a disappearance or a death. It's, I mean.
1: Whatever, and we usually I say crime, but. Was well, it death? But
0: yeah, it's true crime. Yeah. There so.
1: There's no crime. Well, there could have been a crime. Yeah. The well, hospital covered something up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely could have been a crime. Um, uh, is there anything else? Um... So it's, like, I, really short.
0: Yeah, I felt really like short. Like, really short. Both of our stories <laughs> were pretty short, Yeah.
1: So. I didn't fill the time with a long-ass story this time.
0: <laughs> nope. Sorry. Mine, I mean, mine was, like, usually the normal amount that, or, like, the length mm-hmm. was normal, but for some reason I feel like I just got through it really fast. Maybe
1: I just didn't interject enough, Sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. Just so do it over. Okay.
0: No, just kidding. I'm That's about I to good. pass out. I'm so freaking tired.
1: I'm hungry. I need dinner.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. I had Reese's peanut butter cups.
1: <laughs> that was my dinner. <laughs> dinner of champions. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, anything else? Don't ask me because I can't think.
1: Me either. Okay, um, <laughs> bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> um, well, you know, as usual. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Um, Follow us at IKF Podcast on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Um, Pray for us that we can make it to. And that's why we drink. drink Yes. (laughs) Although this is
1: gonna air after the fact, so. Oh, it is. Yeah. Pray Um, retrospectively, (laughs) retroactively.
0: Yes. Hopefully, we get there. Yeah. We'll we'll let y'all know. Yes, we'll.
1: I'm sure we'll post about it on Instagram Yeah, and stuff. thanks.
0: See, I don't even know. I can't form forward. Right She's now. already asleep. <laughs> I'm basically, yeah, just like talking. Okay.
1: Yeah, you are talking. Good job.
0: Sleep talking.
1: Sleep talking. Yep. Okay.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys again. And uh, we're going to try to clink. It'll probably be a decent I time. think it'll be okay. My mic's hard in wine glass. Yes. Right. Um. Well, in the meantime, stay fuzzy, friends.